The Divorced Girl Smiling Podcast with your host, Jackie Pilosoff. No one should have to go through a divorce feeling alone and isolated. The Divorced Girl Smiling Podcast is a production of Divorced Girl Smiling, where every show is 30 minutes aimed to empower you, help you feel validated and understood, and connect you with some of the best divorce professionals in the industry. So grab a cup of coffee or a glass of wine and start smiling as you join us right now for the Divorce Girl Smiling Podcast. Heard everywhere podcasts can be found and always at divorcedgirlsmiling.com. Before we get started, I want to talk about a wonderful divorce attorney and estate planning attorney in Florida. Her name is Christine DiOrio, and Christine is a Tampa Bay-based attorney, and she has such an interesting background. She serves the state of Florida. She has held positions as a state prosecutor and a public defender. Christine is really smart. She also personally went through a divorce, so she understands firsthand the emotional journey, and Christine is just wonderful. If you want to learn more about Christine, you can find her at christinediorio.com. I also want to talk about a real estate agent in Chicago. Her name is Karen Ranquist, and Karen is a broker associate at Berkshire Hathaway Home Services in Chicago. And Karen and I met through another one of my Divorce Girl Smiling Trusted Professionals, Karen came so highly recommended. She's been a real estate agent for many, many years, I believe over 24 years. She has so much experience. She has so much passion for helping people who are going through a divorce. You can find Karen at karenranquist.bhhschicago.com. And you can find both Karen and Christine in the Trusted Professional section of Divorced Girls Smiling. So when I got divorced several years ago, there were not the resources there are now. For example, I had never heard of a divorce coach. Now I'm going back to 2008. There were no divorce coaches. There wasn't, mediation wasn't what it is today. The collaborative divorce process I that didn't really exist. All of these divorce organizations online in this big divorce industry did not exist. And another thing that did not exist were real estate agents who specialized in divorce and mortgage lenders who decided to specialize in divorce. And that's what I want to talk about today because this is so important. And I believe that to my listeners, if you're going through a divorce today versus 17 years ago when I was, You have so many more resources available to you, and many of them don't cost any more than it would. For example, if you use a mortgage lender versus a mortgage lender who is a certified divorce lending professional, meaning has a specialty in helping people in divorce, you don't pay any more for that service, but you get the benefit. And that's what I want to talk about. I love my guest that I have on here today. Her name is Carla Kite, and Carla is a mortgage lender and a certified divorce lending professional, and she's based in Colorado. She's been in the business for several years, and she's personally divorced and has kids as well. So hi, Carla. 
Good morning, Jackie. Thanks for having me. I'm so glad to have you, and I'm really looking forward to the conversation because I think a lot of people are listening to this saying, well, what is, what's the catch? What's a certified divorce lending professional? Why use one versus just a regular mortgage lender? So that's what we're going to get into today. But before we get into that, I want to talk to you about your own divorce. Tell my listeners just a little bit about when you got divorced, the situation, anything you want to share. I think that'd be beneficial. Yeah. So um, funny thing is, is that that's how I actually got into the mortgage business was because I was contemplating a divorce. And I, at the time, was working at a restaurant, managing and waiting tables. And I thought, if I'm going to get a divorce and support my kids on my own without asking for any um, child support or maintenance, which was my goal, I need to have a career. And waiting tables and managing horrible hours is not going to work with two kids. My kids were two and four at the time. Wow. Um, yeah. So that's really how I stumbled into the business. And I had been in the business for about a year before I purchased my first home on my own. And that was really just having that knowledge of mortgage and what was possible, what I could do. And it really just took it for granted, you know, that I was able to do that. Carla, tell me about that experience of buying your first home by yourself, not in a marriage. Was it scary? Was it exciting? Was it both? Tell me about it. Um, it was super exciting. It was exciting to know that I could do it on my own. It was scary in terms of I didn't know if I could take care of a single family home by myself with two small children. And I will tell you the most important thing that I did was I was present while my inspector was there and he took me through the house like my dad would have and showed me all of the really important things that I needed to know about being a homeowner as a single woman. That's so exciting and something that I can really relate to. Because I was a stay-at-home mom, but I was a, well, when I got divorced, stay-at-home mom, waited way too long to go back to work, but that's a whole nother podcast. But I decided to buy my home from my ex. And like you, I had to learn all about being a homeowner and fixing things. And it was scary, but it's so empowering. Like once you learn it and get self-confidence, isn't it the best feeling I mean, truly, it it made me just a much stronger and more confident person, knowing that I I needed to handle things. I needed to take care of business. And you learned all about getting a mortgage, paying the mortgage every month, what it meant. I mean, so many things that people are afraid of. And I think it's one of the reasons some people don't get divorced because they're too scared to do these things on their own. And I want to tell my listeners, while Carla and I are not promoting divorce, we don't want you to not get divorced because you're too scared of owning a home yourself or getting a mortgage or living on your own. Because I can't even count the number of women I know who went from being scared like that to completely empowered and happy and healthy. Yes, absolutely. So I want to move on and ask you why you decided to get the certified divorce lending professional credential. So you were a mortgage lender for decades and then decided to specialize in divorce. So tell me about that. Yep. 
So I had been in the business about 17 years and I joined a networking group where I, I met a mediator. I didn't even know during my divorce that people like mediators didn't really exist. And so I, I met this mediator and she explained the whole process, you know, of, of what she does, how she helps people get divorced. And um, so I went up to talk to her afterwards and she said, well, do you have your CDLP? And I was like, what is that? I didn't even know what it was. And um, she said, well, it's a certification that you can get as a lender. I'll be honest with you. Um, if you get it, I'll work with you and it will open some more doors for you working with other you know, divorce attorneys and mediators, if you're interested. And I thought, well, shoot, all right. So I went home and I Googled it and I found out that the Divorce Lending Association was right here in Denver, um, but their next course was actually down in Phoenix, Arizona. So I booked a flight, popped down there. It was a two day course. And I figured, well, you know, I'm super busy, but I've been a lender for so long. I know what I'm doing. So this is going to be no big deal. I'm going to just sit there. I'm going to work the whole time while I'm getting this silly certification that this mediator wants me to get. <laughs> uh -huh. yeah. And I'll be honest with you, prior to that, I often, when I was working with, you know, every once in a while, I would work with a divorce client and I would think, why did the attorney put this in here? We can't even do this. You know, like the attorney would say, so-and-so has to refinance um, three months after the divorce is final. Well, we couldn't do that if the person couldn't qualify. And I thought, how silly that they don't consult with me as a lender before they put something in writing that pertains to their mortgage and their lending. So, I mean, the thought had crossed my mind before as to, you know, why there wasn't a, or why was there a disconnect, I guess, there. So when I went and did the course in Phoenix um, and Jody Bruns teaches that course, she owns Divorce Lending Association. I was about 30 minutes into the course and I shut my laptop because I realized at that moment that I didn't know what I didn't know. And I didn't realize that there was so much knowledge that she was teaching in that course that would make me a much better lender for divorcing clients. I was hoping you were going to finish that story with that because you said, you know, I sat there and thought, I'll get my work done while I get this silly little credential. But then you realized how not silly it is. So tell me what a CDLP is trained to do that other mortgage lenders really don't know, not to put them down or anything, but the benefits that you're getting for not even a any more money, you're getting the services for free if you work with a CDLP. So what does a CDLP have that a regular mortgage lender doesn't? Yeah. So I like I would kind of equate it to something like this. Um, it's a specialty. So just like you wouldn't go to your gynecologist or your general practitioner to have them perform open heart surgery, right? You would go to a surgeon, a heart surgeon for that. So this is the same, just as, you know, there are lenders that specialize in commercial um, or construction or reverse mortgage. So there's all these different specialties. This is also a specialty. And while we don't have any special programs, we just know these rules and these guidelines inside and out. So I talk to people going through divorce every single day, and I hear stories about how they've talked to numerous lenders and the lenders have told them that they can't do this. And, and I know that they can. So, you know, a lot of that is, um, you know, like purchasing a house during the divorce process and not having to wait until you have final decree. 
I think that's one of the biggest things that I help with um, because who wants to sit in a house with their soon-to-be ex-spouse over a waiting period? Like in Colorado, you have to wait 90 days. I found out this week in Wisconsin, in Wisconsin, you have to wait 120 days um, from the time that you file. And so where do you go during that time? It's really hard to find a rental to go to. Um, and then you have to move twice if you have children. It's just a huge disruption and I think creates more, you know, more of an unstable environment for them when they are so unsettled during this whole process. So just really knowing what's possible, you know, a CDLP can, if we're involved early on in the process, we can get you to that end point of owning your new home or if you're keeping the marital home, we can get you there a lot faster. And I think that's probably the the big key to using a CDLP. You're listening to the Divorce Girl Smiling Podcast. My name is Jackie Pillisoff, and I'm your host. I'm here today with mortgage lender and certified divorce lending professional, Carla Kite. And Carla is a branch manager with Cross Country Mortgage in Colorado. She's been in the business for several years. She's specializing in helping men and women going through a divorce with refinancing and or buying a new home or doing remodeling, home loans, things like that. We're going to take a short break. And when we come back, we're going to get into a little bit more specifics of what a CDLP does that a regular mortgage lender does not do. I guess, is regular the right word? I don't know. Someone who doesn't have the divorce yeah. certified divorce lending professional credential. So we'll be right back. One of the most stressful aspects of getting divorced is feeling like your spouse might be hiding money. To hire a forensic accountant or to pay your divorce attorney to hire one can cost you tens of thousands of dollars and a lot of people either can't afford that or they don't think it's worth it because it's so costly. Well, guess what? The Divorce Money Guide has you covered. The Divorce Money Guide was developed by well-known forensic accountant Tracy Conan. And what it is, is it's a tool to help you find out where your ex is hiding money. It's a 10-step handbook. It walks you through what to do to find the money and you walk away either with a complete sense of relief because you now know your ex isn't hiding money or you walk away with proof that you can give your attorney who can now take action to make sure your divorce is fair and equitable. I'm telling you, this is a no-brainer. If you want to find the divorce money guide, just go to fraudcoach.com. I also want to take a minute and recommend divorce attorney Tiffany Hughes. I met Tiffany, I would say, maybe four or five years ago. I know her really well. I felt an instant energy and passion from her. I still feel that. Tiffany is a great person. She's a really good lawyer. She has been a lawyer, I believe, for like 17 years. And she litigates and she also helps people get a mediator and divorce that way. If you want to learn more about Tiffany, she can be found at thewhewslaw.com. And both Tiffany and the Divorce Money Guide can be found in the Trusted Professional section of Divorced Girls Smiling. Welcome back to the Divorced Girls Smiling podcast. My name is Jackie Pillisoff, and I'm your host. 
Today, we are talking about what a certified divorce lending professional is and what the advantages are of working with a CDLP. I'm here with a CDLP. Her name is Carla Kite. She's out of Colorado. Carla, I love this conversation because I truly believe that people going through a divorce, one of the biggest stressors is, will I be able to stay in my home? Am I going to have to move somewhere? If I do have to move somewhere, it's going to be sad. It's going to be scary. How am I going to get a mortgage? And so tell me if you agree with me. I always tell people going through a divorce, if you're thinking of getting divorced or you're just starting the process, one of your first phone calls, if not your first phone call, should be to a mortgage lender and certified divorce lending professional. Tell me if you think that's true and why. Yes, that is very, very true. I think that when people are contemplating divorce, I think that they lay awake at night for many, many nights, many weeks, many months, trying to figure this out on their own and they can't. So for just a sense of relief, you need to have a lender go through the numbers with you, especially right now. The cost of housing is very high. Interest rates are high. And so just to be working with some realistic numbers of what is possible for you, you might not like the answers, but at least you can figure out what road you want to go down at that point. 100% couldn't agree more. Now, the reason I tell people, because people will say, oh, I think I want a divorce. I'm going to contact a divorce attorney. That's fine. You should do that. But the reason why contacting a mortgage lender first is because they're giving you information. You're going to have to fill out these forms that you're going to have to fill out anyway. So you're actually killing two birds with one stone. And the mortgage lender will then give you information based on your answers. They'll say things to you like, you qualify for a $200,000 loan, or you don't, or the home you live in now with this interest rate it's just not going to work. Here's how much you need. Maybe you need to go back to work. Maybe you need to see if you could get it in your divorce settlement, something that will help you get the loan. So what it does is it answers all these questions so that you can help make the best decisions for you. So Carla, what are some other scenarios that if somebody doesn't qualify, what can they do? Are there workarounds? Yeah. There is a lot you can do. So, um, you know, if you do need maintenance or support to help you qualify for the future mortgage that you're planning on doing, whether it's to keep the marital home or to purchase a new home, we can ask to start temporary orders coming from your ex-spouse. And the reason we would do that is because for us to count your child support or your maintenance towards an income and qualifying for a mortgage, you have to have received it for a certain period of time depending on the loan that you're going after. So first of all, we have to determine what type of loan is it that you're trying to obtain? And then what is the what is the guideline around that for receiving support? We have to make sure that you're receiving it for a certain period of time on time every month and that it's going to continue for a certain period of time as well per all of the guidelines. So if you do need support to qualify, super important that we're involved early because we can start temporary orders and a lot of times, like I'll hear an attorney say, well, I don't know that he or she is going to want to start paying temporary orders. 
Well, if he or she wants to be paid out from the marital home, or they want to just move on and get things going, they're pretty okay with paying temporary orders because it moves things along faster for them too, right? So it's going to move things along faster for everybody involved. If we can get everybody on board with what needs to be done in terms of maintenance and support and timing. So it sounds to me like you are talking to other divorce professionals and you're working together, almost like the person getting divorced has a team of people. So that's another advantage of working with a certified divorce lending professional, because you know that you need to have these conversations with maybe a divorce attorney or the mediator. So, right. Isn't that another? Yeah, for sure. And, and I, I like ha just having that connection and, and working directly with them when I'm working through the divorcing client and it's like a bad game of telephone. Um, the message never gets relayed properly unless it's actually put into an email and forwarded. It's not, it's misconstrued. It's not conveyed correctly. And a lot of times that's like when you're going through a divorce, you're, you're in a different place, a different state. And if those of us that are, are on your team can just communicate, I think we can put you in the best place and take good care of you, right? Make sure that you come out whole at the end of this. And yeah. save you money because oh, then you're calling sure. your divorce attorney every minute and, you know, they bill hourly. Carla, she's getting a commission on the loan. That's it. You can talk to her for as little or as much as you want. Yep. And also you understand the emotional aspect of divorce because you went through one. So, you know, I remember when I was going through a divorce, I would call my divorce attorney and cry. And all it was doing was costing me like $375 an hour. Right. So, you know, if my ex-husband started dating someone and I called my divorce attorney, that probably cost me about $225 to talk to him for 35 minutes, you yeah. know, or something like yeah. that. And Carla will talk to you about the emotional part too, which yeah. is very important in the business aspect of it. Like you're probably, if you're listening, thinking, well, why is that important? It's important because if you can vent and get things off your chest and understand and hear advice from Carla on an emotional level, then you're going to make better decisions because you're not so so resentful and angry and bitter, you've gotten it off your chest. And now you realize again, that your divorce is about a business deal. It's about getting the best yeah. possible outcome. And you have your therapist, your divorce coach, and other friends and family to help you with the emotional aspect. And Carla. Exactly. <laughs> I had the best compliment from some a divorcing couple just a few weeks ago that I helped. Um, they were incredibly amicable, like crazy amicable. And um, we actually went out to dinner after they closed on their new property. And they said, you know what, Carla, what we appreciated most from you is that you didn't judge us. And I loved that because it's very true. Like I have seen so many divorces. I've seen the ugliest and then I've seen the sweetest. And there's just no room for judgment. Every divorce is unique. Everybody's doing their own thing. Everybody's taking care of themselves. And my job is to help you get to this end with your home ownership, you know? So I don't really care what you guys are doing. I don't care how you divided stuff up. You know, I don't care if you have guilty feelings about this or that, whatever. I'm not going to judge you on that. I'm just going to help you try to 
keep your head in the game and just get to the end. You know, I have a lot of people that I talk to like a year after and they'll say, they'll say, you know what? I don't even remember that part. Like they don't realize what emotional state they're in until after they're out of it. And then they're like, I don't even really remember what was going on at that time. I was such a different person. Wow. Well, I love the compliment. You must feel really good about the work you do. I want to move on to, I don't think we should finish this podcast without talking about current interest rates because it's a very, very big deal. Yes. And I remember when I was in my 20s, now this is, we're going back 30 some years ago, and I bought a place and the interest rate was like 6 or 7%. And I didn't think twice, but then America got spoiled by the 2%. Yeah, I think I had an interest rate at one point that was like 1.9. And so what do you tell people? And are there other options if they're trying to buy the place from the X and the interest rate is now over 8%? Yeah. So those are the numbers that people don't like to hear. It's reality. You know, I talked to a woman yesterday who um, she has a mortgage that's about 190000 on the balance and it's sitting at 3.5 and she wants to keep that, but she owes her husband about four to 500000 in equity from the home. And so we just talked about, you know, let's put these numbers on paper and see what they look like because for her to pull four or 500000 in a second mortgage or a HELOC at, you know, anywhere between eight and a half or 10 and a half percent, it's probably not going to make sense, but we'll look at that, right? We'll put it down on paper and look at it to see what makes sense. I want everybody to know that even if your intent is to assume the loan that you're in, you still need to qualify for that. So it would behoove you to speak to a CDLP to make sure you've got your ducks in a row because when you're doing an assumption of a mortgage, which means that you're going to take over that mortgage and remove your ex from it, and you have to go through the requalifying process, um, you're working with the lender that is servicing you. You're not working with someone like me, not even someone close to me. You're working with the people inside that servicing lender, and they don't know anything about divorce guidelines. They're so far from it. And assumptions can take many, many, many months. So the last thing you wanna do is get through your divorce, finalize it, and then you're in this assumption process and you find out four to six months later that something that's written in your separation agreement isn't allowing you to qualify for this assumption. So it's critical. All right. Now, when Carla, when you're saying assumption, you're saying that somebody can say we have a 3.5 interest rate and now I'm going to take over and the rate isn't going to change? Correct. Okay. And just so you know... Like six months ago, I wouldn't have said what I'm going to say, but if you have an FHA or a VA loan, those are assumable loans. If you have a conventional loan, those are not assumable loans, but something that has really changed is a lot of lenders are allowing assumptions in the case of a divorce. And this is something that was unheard of. Like I said, six or eight months ago, it just wasn't possible, but it is possible you need to know the right questions to ask your your lender and you need to make sure that you're going to qualify. But it is possible. I just love that the industry decided to do that. I think it shows really yeah. good faith in these times because I can't even imagine how hard that would be. And then you certainly don't want to say, well, we'll just keep both our names on the mortgage because if you do that route, because that's a possibility too, but if you do that, that 
then let's say, and I'm going to tell my listeners because I've heard stories like this. Everything was fine until somebody got a boyfriend or somebody got a girlfriend. And then the person said, well, guess what? I'm just not going to pay the mortgage because they were pissed about it. And that does happen. And then you're stuck and now you're in the hole and your credit goes bad because of that decision. So it's just better to get separated as much as possible on a financial end as you can when you get divorced, even if it's the most amicable divorce. Would you agree? I agree 100%. And I have case after case that I could talk to you about along those lines. Um, And also just know that if you are trying to assume a conventional mortgage, the lender does not have to allow it. I just know that some of them are. So I know that our company is, and I know a couple of other, a handful of other companies out there that are allowing it, you know, so you might fall in that percentage that's not allowing it and you're going to have to do a refinance or you're going to have to sell to purchase a new home. Carla, thank you so much. This is wonderful information. I really appreciate you spending the time to have this conversation. Thank you. I could go on for days, Jackie. <laughs> Same here. Tell tell my listeners what your service areas are. Yeah. So um, I hold my license here in Colorado, but through my company, I am able to lend in almost every other state. Not all of them, but I'm happy to let you know if you want to contact me and find out if I can lend in your state. You and they still get to work with you if they lend in another state, they still get yes. to work with you? Okay, yes, we do. And my, my team handles the loan all the way through closing. Yes. And I want my listeners to know that Carla decided to specialize in divorce like a few years ago, but has been a a mortgage lender for what, 20 some years? I was just looking at that this morning. Yeah, I'm just over 26 years um, and I got my certification in 2017, but um, I'm a high volume team. So in the last five years, my team has closed over 1100 transactions. So we have seen a lot. That's a lot of experience. Wonderful. Tell my listeners how they can find you. Yes, you can find me. You can call or text at 303-525-9077. Or you can email me at Kite Team. That's K-Y-T-E-T-E-A-M at ccm.com. Or you can find Carla in the trusted professional section of Divorce Girl Smiling. What I want to say to my listeners is Carla and I both have been there. We understand this is really scary when it comes to your home. That's like your safe place, your happy place. And if you don't get the numbers you want and you can't keep your home, that's actually okay too. Because you don't want to be stressed every month paying this big nugget of a mortgage when you can actually enjoy the money and use it for something else if you live in a little smaller place. So that's an option too. But wherever you end up, if you make the right decisions and surround yourself with good people and become empowered, you will end up in a great place. Do you agree, Carla? Totally, 100%. You just got to get through it. Thank you again, Carla, for being here. And to my listeners, if you want to find trusted vetted divorce professionals, listen to more podcasts, read articles, download my mobile app, or sign up for my free consult, come see me at divorcedgirlsmiling.com. Thanks so much for listening, and we'll talk to you real soon.